0: hey what's up guys it's will with american hard enduro just like the last few episodes this one is brought to you by ktm of north texas slm racing they've got what you need as far as ktm Sherco. they've got a great selection of new inventory pre-owned inventory they've even got cobras intense cycling they pretty much got what you need for hard enduro so give those guys in arlington texas a call and uh, they can get you set up so this week I'm actually back in Tennessee. I did not make it down to Texas for the rev limiter, but Drew and Leah, they did make it down there. So Drew and Leah are currently driving back from Texas. They did a late-night podcast recording in the van driving back last night. So um, Drew and Leah kind of break down what happened over the weekend. Drew's also got a couple of, or three interviews with first, second, and sixth-place riders. He's got Cody Webb, Tristan Hart, and Pat Smage. Um, he tried to get third, fourth and fifth, but just too just too hectic right there at the end of the race. So um give it a listen, let us know what you think, and we've been having some people ask us, "Hey, what can we do to help you guys out with the podcast?" So wherever you listen to your podcast, go to that online service and please give us a review, give us a five-star rating if you like it. Um you know, let us know what you think or let us know what you think and um we'll be we'll be glad to try to answer any questions. Yada yada yada. So, hopefully, you enjoyed the podcast, and we will see you guys out on the trail. Hey guys, Drew Kirby with American Hard Enduro. We're driving back from the Rev Limiter 2021. It's myself and my lovely wife, Leah Kirby. Leah, how are you?
1: I'm great. How are you?
0: i'm tired i'm hot i think we're both a little sunburned a little sweaty a little stinky stinky. so she's driving i'm tired we're gonna see how far we can get it says we still have 12 hours to go we stopped in denton texas got some taco bueno because she is from this area and she said it's better than taco bell and i have to agree with her what do
1: you you agree huh
0: I, i think so it was a step up it was between like cheap mexican and taco bell which is i don't know what taco bell is
1: but I really like how they make the like the uh, condiment cups out of chips. I feel like that really puts them a step above Taco Bell.
0: It, it brings me back to like middle school. It's like made out of a tortilla, not a tortilla. What is that? Uh, like what they make a taco shell? Okay, so enough about our dining choices. So we drove down Friday. It was thirteen hours. It was a good time. Got a hotel Friday night. Watched the amateurs race Saturday morning. Uh, it was pretty good. It was actually super hot on Friday like 87 degrees woke up Saturday morning to how cold was it
1: Uh, 40 30 38 40 really cold hoodie pants long sleeve Um, excellent beanie that was given at the riders meeting Um, good actually it's registration oh excuse me registration so
0: it was an SRT beanie while they were giving them out when we would register and sign up and uh, we're all like this is dumb why are they giving out beanies the next morning i get a text from the one and only brian pierce mr seat time he said i only brought shorts and t-shirts do you guys have any clothes i can borrow and i only brought shorts and t-shirts and two hoodies did you bring any pants
1: i sure did i came prepared
0: i did not come prepared i looked at the weather and said it's not gonna be that cold it was freezing the wind was blowing i know of several easy ups that are garbage after a friday night um, so let's get to the course, the racing, all of the weekend. Leah, w- let's start. What do you got?
1: I don't know. I've never done one of these before. I don't, I don't know what to say. Um, all right. So I guess I'm going to ask you some questions um, from Amateur Race. Um, anybody surprise you? Um,
0: so the overall amateur winner was jared lambert i believe and he made it to the final and actually did pretty good i don't have the results i'll have to look them up um and they're still working on some we had some we had some scoring issues we had some track layout issues um but i think they've got it pretty well i mean obviously we know we had 30 guys in the final today um and we've got our our navigation telling us which way to go like i said we're still 12 plus hours um so, no, we, the amateur race was good. It gave us a chance to look at some stuff. Um, if you guys are familiar, last year they had Big Bertha. It was kind of the, the biggest obstacle. Well, right next to Big Bertha, they added <sighs> Mount Rushmore. And it was a down, up, down, up, and it was gnarly. That was actually the biggest bottleneck I ran into um, when we were out there. So, last year, Lady Rocks was the biggest biggest bottleneck for for us um or for me on sunday um in in mount rushmore was crazy what what'd you think of it
1: uh, i thought it was great spectating um just that area right next to big bertha so you could kind of run back and forth um uh but there was uh, some people that i think really struggled it was big bottlenecks um got some footage from there this morning uh but it was a nice added feature, I think, for spectators. I don't know about for
0: you guys as riders. Well, like I said, we came to Big Bur—excuse me, Mount Rushmore—early on in the race, and that was the big bottleneck. We started, so we did the hot lap yesterday, which didn't include much rough stuff, pretty fast. Um, I had a misfortune over some big equipment tires, and Hunter Williams from Seer Off Road and Evolution Enduro was happened to be there filming and caught me looking like a sea rider, I think is what he told me. But How,
1: how fast was your hot lap? How, how fast did you do it?
0: So it said Cody did like 38 miles an hour, and I think I did 28 miles an hour, but I don't know if that's accurate. Okay. Um, so hot lap was good. I think I was 34th? No, 31st after the hot lap. So that put me on row four. So for the Sunday races, race one on Sunday, race two on Sunday, rows of 10. Um, so, you know, first place, which was Cody Webb in the hot lap to 10th place were row one and then so on moving back so i started on row four and it was dead engine and it was we did a right turn and something different this year they didn't you have a man-made obstacle off the start which i'm a big fan of uh it it seemed just to i don't want to say get a lot of people hurt but a lot of people crashed off of it last year so they listened to what some of the top guys were saying and they sent us into this rock garden it was kind of looked like a football field, probably 50 yards wide, 100 yards long, let us kind of sort it out, let the rocks put people where they should, um, and then we were off. And uh, everyone kind of went back and forth, and then we got to Mount Rushmore, and that was the parking lot. Um, and so that kind of, once you got up that, whether you had help, uh, I had a guy that was actually from the row behind us that helped me, we got up it, and then that kind of smoothed things out, and again we went down up down and then back up again so it was it was definitely gnarly
1: and then from there you guys went behind the power lines there and what was the name of that hill
0: so they added tricky's hill so mount rushmore and big bertha were right next to each other but once we did mount rushmore we went off to the other side of the property um and they'd added a hill called tricky's uphill and it was it was gnarly so that was the second big bottleneck and then after that I really didn't have any bottlenecks. Um, <clears throat> some actually fast, fun, flowy stuff. And over under bridge that I was unsuccessful in going over the first time. But um, I'm not even going to talk about it. And then we got to Rock Lady. And so if, Rock Lady was, for me, the hardest thing last year because um, of the bottlenecks, because of how slick it was. It's the only place on the property that had moisture and a lot of it, other than some big Jeep mud holes. Um, so we got up that, and it was kind of like there was like two or three people in it but instead of the normal exit that we had last year, they added this other uphill. Um, it looked very intimidating when we walked it. it. ended up not being that bad. I think it took me twice to get up it. Um, but from there, we headed back across the property under the over-under bridge into Big Bertha, um, and luckily they left it open.
1: And for the, the morning race, you had a far left line that I feel like a lot of people took. Yeah. um or just the straight up that big splatter rock thing in the middle that everybody was hitting but I would say a majority of the people went to the the far left
0: yeah so you could go the on the amateur race on Saturday you actually came down it um, and it was kind of a an easy line around Big Bertha and some of those huge rocks and so they left it open for the morning race um, and so I think I ended up 34th on the morning Sunday morning race.
1: I believe so there was uh we had that scoring issue um check two check two didn't
0: come through but i think once that did i think you were 34th so i ended up 34th and we we originally thought they were going to take the top 30 to the main event so it was your combined scores from race one on sunday race two on sunday Um, and so race one on sunday was two laps or two hours and they told us two and a half hours i got to i made a lap on the sunday morning race i got to check one at right at two hours and they told me race was over um so i don't know i think cody finished and then they gave us 30 minutes after he finished and then pulled us off so there's some confusion there i know they the, the check workers that check two had left and like adam hartnagel and some other guys got there and luckily somebody told him the race was over but some dudes i know drew fortner um continued on and finished that second lap and he didn't have much time before the second race so then the second race they came around told us it was going to start at one o'clock it was going to be one lap or an hour let's say it was one lap whenever the leader came through we had 45 minutes to get to the next check only issue was if you're out racing we don't know when the leader comes through um so we were i made it to check one i had some rough time so they changed up the way we did mount rushmore
1: Yes, yes, they did. They took out the... If you're looking at Mount Rushmore, they took out the far left section um, and left the middle section and the far right section. So this time, you came down that middle section that everybody struggled going up the first race and then had to come up that...
0: Yeah, so it was luckily they kind of told some of us well they told they tried to tell everyone and so i had a plan to get off that middle the way i was getting up there was like a bush to the far right and i jumped down and so then we did a u-turn and i found the parking lot again and i thought i had a good line didn't make it so put me in the back of everyone um and it was just more chaos i mean i guess it's racing and i don't like getting stuck in bottlenecks but i don't know how else you're going to separate everyone so finally got up that um but as i was struggling i looked over to where people were coming down and there was a guy on a sherco he i don't know if he didn't hit it hard enough on the drop down but he endowed and then as he was hitting the ground the bike was chasing him and it hit him pretty hard did you see that
1: yes i did see that that was terrifying yeah, and he got, up. he got up. Seemed to be okay, as far as I could tell.
0: Well, and it, and again, it was so that second race, it was getting hotter. Oh, um,
1: yeah, it was really hot. Yeah, so
0: that I mean, it wasn't as hot as it was this fall, but it was it was definitely warm. And we had the usual ricks. I think it was Rick's Diner one, Rick's Diners two, and for anyone who raced it in twenty twenty in the fall, we ran basically everything backwards except a few things. Um, they did a good job of kind of linking it all together because um, they changed the course between pretty much every race and so at times you kind of didn't know which way you were going but i don't think too many people got lost i heard of some people during the final they got lost
1: yeah that's what i heard there was a a small amount of guys that i think went six miles off course but <laughs> and it short.
0: well and it was a short it was a short hot lap so or excuse me short final course but um so second lap i made it to got through the first checkpoint Got to the second checkpoint after...
1: Let me ask you this. Where was the first checkpoint in the course? Um,
0: So after we did Mount Rushmore, then we did Tricky's Uphill, then we did the Over-Under Bridge, and then that was where this first checkpoint was.
1: Okay, and what about the second checkpoint?
0: So the second checkpoint was we went all the way to Rock Lady, or Lady Rock, um, and then they told me there was nothing hard after that and of course i think i ended up we had to go through rick's diner part two Um, and it's just those diners are just like imagine a dump truck piles a thousand piles of rocks and they just bob and weave you through them and uh, i've never hit my skid plate and my swing arm and my forks so many times
1: so were you glad you weren't running riding your new bike 100%.
0: 100%. I think I think we talked about it and I said, if I ever want to run a new bike or any new parts or plastic or graphics, do not let me do that. Deal. So, we ended up, I ended up making it to checkpoint two. They told me we had 20 minutes to make it to checkpoint three, which I guess technically is the finish line. Um, and we still have this new feature called horseshoe. And I don't think, did you ever get to horseshoe? I
1: didn't get to horseshoe, no.
0: So, it was this uphill with little saplings everywhere. And it was one of the gnarliest uphills there because there wasn't much of a run. And then once you got there, it was so steep. Um, when I got there on my first lap, Chuck Galula was there. Um, he gave me some words of encouragement, told me where to hit it, um, told me Taylor Roberts struggled, like looped it out, ripped the rear fender off his bike in the first race. Um, and that was the only spot on the course that workers were helping us. And they had three guys there helping guys up it. Um, and then the only thing worse than the uphill at Horseshoe was the downhill. And when we walked it, I, I didn't think there was any way to go down it other than sliding on your rear end or going over the bars.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> wow. That was, wow. Okay.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So this is what we get from, from my co-host here. <laughs> I don't
2: know where I'm going. I'm
0: okay. Um, oh, here. Hold on. Let's see it go. Here, we, 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 we turn the we turn navigation off. All right, so okay. we're good for a few more minutes. Um, anyway, so I was so excited to get to the top of the horseshoe that I forgot about the downhill. Um, and we'd walked it the day before. Luckily, Jordan Asper and Ryder LeBlanc, and I went out and looked at it. And it looked like there was a line to the left. And by the time I got there, it was actually rideable. I thought – I got off my bike and started walking it. And I thought, okay, I could ride down this. Well, then for the second race, apparently they choked it down that you had to go to the right, which was – near vertical
1: is that the, the, where i was asking you about it was like all shaley yes, rock cody as I, I watched cody come down and then i turned around and said i'm not staying staying here to watch my husband go down this
0: that, that it, was it. it was
1: so sketchy
0: so when we were walking the course we walked up the uphill and jordan said yeah the downhill's right there and Ryder LeBlanc walks over to it and danny lewis and i hadn't gotten there yet and Ryder just kind of said oh wow And I knew, and Danny looked at me and he said, rider's not really scared of downhills, this must be bad. And when we walked over the edge, I can't imagine going down what Leah just described where Cody had to go. She said he did You know, typical, turn the bike off, go real slow. But the problem was all these loose rocks were moving as he was moving. And then you got about halfway down and it went to tall grass with rocks you couldn't see. I mean, we're talking like knee-high grass, but still. Um, I I wanted no part of that and I guess long story short I never made it there Um, so I got got all the way to check two Um, we're still waiting on scoring because I didn't get scored at check two so we had some issues they're using the live laps RFID um, readers and for some reason they don't I don't know if you're too close to someone it doesn't pick you up Um, but the guys at Rev Limiter Ryan Moss and Mark Cook and, and Josh Hecker have been good about hey If your scores aren't right on live laps, go tell someone. They've got manual backups. And so my, what was it, the morning race?
1: Yes, it was the morning race,
0: yes. The morning race, Leah was watching, and I never got to check two in the morning race, and it didn't score me to check two in the afternoon race. But I went up, Ryan said, yeah, I'm looking at the backups now. So they're getting it straightened out, a lot of work. Um, So long story short, I did not make it to the final. It was top 30. I think I was 34th. Yes,
1: let's talk about the final.
0: Oh, oh! You got something to say? Let's hear it.
1: No, I, I, I enjoyed the final. Okay. Uh, I enjoyed watching the final. Um, I'm glad that <coughs> I, I don't know if I would have enjoyed it if you were out there. That hill, that final hill, climbing out of the quarry, or I like to call it the bowl. Um, that was that was pretty pretty intense, but great spectating. Cool. Uh, guys, the riders did amazing. Like I, so many trials skills. That I saw lots of back
0: fender. I don't know. Well, it was <laughs> – so if you watch the final over there last year, we came around like this off-camber around a quarry up against the wall, and they had to basically get down to the bottom. There's a mud hole. Turn right and go straight up, and it was actually shaped like a bottle. It was kind of wide at the bottom, narrowed down to a funnel at the top. And when Jordan and I looked at it, he said, I don't know how I'm going to get up it. He said, I'm just – whenever I get here, we'll figure it out. And there was only – of all the people, there was 30 riders in the final. Only two people had to turn around and come back down, which absolutely blew my mind. Um, and so we did a live video from there. We spent basically the whole final. So the final was 30 riders, dead engine start, 30 bikes wide. I think I've talked about it in some of the interviews coming up. I
1: think Ryder got the
0: whole shot. Uh, uh, yes, Ryder got the whole shot in the final. So he led basically out of that football field size rock garden. It was him, Jordan Ashburn, tristan and cody had a horrible start and then so they disappeared kind of down pucker hill through a couple rock gardens they went all the way to big bertha and then they did some of the other ups and downs uh fourth horseman and then rider i talked to rider LeBlanc, who ended up third in the final and fourth overall he said they transferred back on like a jeep road so then they dropped back into the quarry and so we could see them and all of a sudden here comes cody First one down, and he said that he knew. And again, well, so I've got an interview with Cody, I've got an interview with Tristan, and an interview with sixth place rider Pat Smaje. I think I said it right. He he coached me, and I'm not very coachable, apparently. Um, so they kind of talked about it, and Cody knew that Tristan was second, second, and if Cody got third or worse, he said he would have been second. So he said he got on it and uh, made some passes, um, and when he came back into the quarry, he was in first place he was the first one to the hill made it look easy and then uh, Tristan came in he was in second Ashburn was actually in third and I think Ashburn ghost rode it for his first time up and then everyone else got big the most impressive person up it was Pat Smajay. his first attempt he got three quarters the way up it and he did a trials hop went about two feet in the air moved the bike over to the left and made it onto the top Um, it was pretty impressive
1: Yes, it was. <laughs> oh,
0: my gosh. That's it? I got to keep talking now? No,
1: okay. Yes. It, it, okay, let's talk about um, <coughs> Max. Max went up. Max who? Gersten?
0: I don't know. I got in trouble for saying it
1: wrong. I think it's Gersten. Uh, imp- Apologies there? Melissa.
0: Melissa corrected me. Okay.
1: I'm going to just say Max, MG15. Um, when he went up, he got, what do you say, three quarters of the way up? Yep. This was his second. It was his yep. second. Did the, you know, the first time second attempt, got three quarters of the way up and got stuck over there on the right and then he got like a leg like way up he ended ended
0: up i thought there's no way he's making it he ended up pushing it up
1: his groin looked uncomfortable to me the way he had that leg bent
0: good thing he has some extra flexibility yes um so they ended up so the final was supposed to be or it was an hour um, after cody and them came through scoring they said all right we're gonna do he did about a 15 minute lap It said they're going to do three laps. So I know Cody, Tristan, Ryder, and then, let's see who's in fourth. Colton was in fourth. Pat made it up to fifth. I think Ashburn was sixth. Um, They all did three laps, and I'm not sure after that. We haven't seen, again, all the official stuff. It'll be up on live laps, I'm sure, tomorrow. But overall, I was surprised at how hot it was. Hot and dusty. That's what we both just said. A shower would be good.
1: Yeah, I cannot wait.
0: And we only have eleven hours,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so um, that's it. I think. I.
1: Okay. I oh. okay. Let's talk about takeaways from the weekend. Right. Like, like most favorite part, things you didn't like, things that surprised you. Who you? Who were you like surprised to see there, or didn't expect to be there? That was any any of that 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 stuff
0: so for me the biggest surprise was how top heavy the field was um i think when we started the hot laps on saturday afternoon there was 49 or 50 pros um and i mean just and there was 20 like legitimate dudes i mean like and guys i didn't even know were gonna be there like evan ask um david garza drew fortner fortner um it was just surprising and it was i think there was only like 150 total riders <clears throat> but the amount of, of really good riders, I mean, everyone's getting better now. Um, so to me, that was the biggest surprise. Um, the heat was obviously a pretty big surprise. And the cold. And the what? Oh, okay. and the, and and the, the cold, yes. Um, to be perfectly honest, I was kind of scared after everything we went and looked at Saturday. Um, I woke up early this morning, and, you know, normally I'm amped up for a race, I wake up early, and I started thinking about all this stuff, and I'm like, I don't know if we can get up some of this stuff like Tricky's uphill, horseshoe hill, um, Mount Rushmore. Some of those are just big consequences, and there are a lot of trialsy stuff for like going down a big rock. There's a hole, and you've got a wheelie going downhill and carry the front tire to get over it. Um, it all ended up being rideable. Some people definitely took some good crashes. I mean, I took I took one high side in Tricky's uphill that was. N- it was the one place I said, I don't want to fall. And, of course, I caught a fork, and that's where I fell. You fell
1: backwards. Backwards. You fell backwards into
0: a hole. I fell down, yes. Um, and, luckily, there was no, <laughs> no one there to catch it. A couple people saw it. Yep. Um, but, no, so takeaways. I think it was a good event. It was the, you know, first east and west round. I guess the only east and west round. Um, so, first round for the east, second round for the west. Um I'm excited. I think it's really good to see all the factory support. Sherco had a big showing. Um KTM, Husky, like inside Enduro, there was just a bunch of, a bunch of sport. Ready to Ride Rentals had a bunch of guys there. The TM guys, there was oh like. There
1: they, was, they had a posse.
0: Yeah, and then in Beta, I think Beta Mexico was there. I mean, so Beta, it, it's really good to see so many brands out supporting the series. Um, I think the next race is the Iowa Hard Enduro before they go back to Last Dog in California and then uh, Sticks and Stones and then the Donner race. But no, so hopefully the noise isn't too bad. How long are we going to drive?
1: Um, 11 hours, 11 more hours. going to take us home. Taking us home,
0: baby. You're going all the way home tonight. I'm going to try. Oh, man. All right. Well, and, and also, so I'm out in uh, after Rock Lady in this gnarly little spot. And uh, there's a guy on a YZ and he was kind of in the line. So I tried to go around him and it didn't work. And he said, Hey, Drew, I'm Devin. I did the podcast after Grinding Stone. Nice to meet you. And then he just left. And I was like, So I got to catch him and beat him. And so. It took me a minute to figure out what it, who he was, and then uh, it was nice to meet you, Devin. Thank you guys for uh, for doing the podcast. Hopefully, this one's decent. Maybe you guys are doing one on your ride back to Colorado State, and uh, I think that's it. What else? What are your takeaways from the weekend? You haven't talked much.
1: Um, I don't know. I I always enjoy coming to the race. I'm still. I really liked Rocky Ridge. Like, I feel like. I'd finally figured out my way there, and so second year at the new venue, uh, finding uh, the landmarks, the the places to spectate, because when you drive this far, you want to see your rider, and you want to see your rider more than once. Um, So... You know, being being able to figure out where things are, I do think they had more signage this year. Uh, directional signage towards the features. features, and I greatly appreciated that. Um, so, what's the
0: what's the one thing you want after this weekend? A shower. No, mode of transportation wise.
1: Oh, not a freaking pedal bike. Like a, an e bike would be <laughs> fabulous. My quads are on fire i pedaled my little heart out people were passing me everyone was cheering me on thank you all of those who who passed me and said (laughs) you can do this you're almost there i appreciate you and also i appreciate everyone telling my husband that he needed to get me an e-bike
0: so in my defense we our kids have a yamaha ttr 110 with electric start and it works very well, but she wasn't comfortable driving it around on the gravel. And when we were here last year, they had a Jeep event. They had our race. They had another hair scramble going on. It was chaos, and we had to go pretty far to the start. Um, and it was just, like, people going everywhere. And she wasn't comfortable driving the, the motorcycle around, the little motorcycle. So I said, well, I'll bring my pedal bike. And uh, once she got on the e-bike, it was a game changer. Oh, yeah
1: thank you to the davises for allowing me to borrow that and thank you jackson that was yours actually that i borrowed so thank you for lowering the seat and allowing me to use it it was huge
0: so long story short i get to go buy an e-bike yep. that is supposedly for my wife it will be for me it'll
1: be for, it'll be for our family
0: our son will be the most excited uh, colin loves to steal um uh chuck and shelly's e-bikes and go ride around so i'm sure he'll he'll enjoy it but So I think that's it. Other than the drive home, it it was a great weekend. I'm obviously tired. I'm actually not beat up. My bike, I don't even want to know. The first first race on Sunday, I took out a clutch lever, took out a shifter, uh, got my pipe pretty good. Both my swing arm guards somehow survived. Um, But no, overall, good race. Thank you to everyone at the Revlon for putting it on. Um, Can't wait to see everyone in Iowa.
1: Yes, I'll see everyone at Battle of Goats
0: that the next one you're going to yep
1: i have to take care of our children i take care of them sometimes oh, you take care of them a lot uh mclaren has a soccer game
0: so we're gonna okay all right well you guys thanks for listening uh we're gonna throw in these interviews by what do we got we got cody we got tristan and we got pat i didn't i was unable to get third place uh colton hager and then i i was with Ryder the whole time and he was getting interviewed by rob mitchell who's gonna put out a great edit so he, he does a lot of uh some good interview stuff so i didn't want to bother Ryder. um and then i got pat uh and also miss jordan ashburn who was jordan was fifth overall and then pat was six so all right guys we will see you out there thanks Hey guys, Drew Kirby here with American Hard Enduro. We're walking to the podium with the winner of the 2021 Revlimiter Extreme, Cody Webb. Cody, how was
2: it? It was a good day. I, I mean, I felt really good all day. Fastest qualifier, won all three motos. And that second race, we were putting the hammer down. Uh, Tristan was leading. Uh, we collided into each other. Felt like he thought I was Taylor Robert, and apparently tried to take both of us out. <laughs> well, they tend to do that, apparently. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it was at Mount Rushmore. Oh, that was, that was close yeah, to the start and gnarly. Yeah. He got hung up second lap in that second race. And then, uh, man, I put the charge down. I know he was going to linger and, and put the pressure on me, and I didn't want that happening. So I wanted him to kind of get deteriorated in his head and think that I was gone. So I, I charged really hard in that second race. I felt really comfortable on the bike. And then in the final, I had a terrible start. I collided with Cooper. I, I was about to ask you, you were mid-pack plus some. I, and I felt bad for everyone all day who was stuck in the dust because oh. every every I was second off the line every other race, and then that yeah. one i was it was not fun, and I had the craziest pass on haker It was sick well so we wait. were just wide open into a corner, and I was on the inside, and i 'm like, I was faster today I'm, i I need to win I gotta go i got what? I just forced the press issue, and I think he backed off and yelled Yay. like oh! like a <laughs> like a cheering yell, but we were both like. I was like, I am fully committed to this corner. I'm sorry. Well, so you, is it moto scoring? So you won the first two races. Yeah. And I, I, if Tristan won, I knew Tristan was ahead of me. I could see his helmet in that final race. So I did not want to get play around in the back for very long because if I got third, I lose, even though I won two races, final moto wins. Okay. So you knew you had to be first or second. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, congratulations. Nice ride. Right? You're
0: looking at your fingers. Any issues there?
2: Oh, just got a knuckle. It's no, normal. That's what you get for Every running time.
0: flags. They look cooler. <laughs> well, all right, hey, Cody, thank, thank you. Me. We'll see you in Iowa.
2: Yes, and maybe when I go on the East Coast, I will run wraparounds because I'm my knuckles were busted all last year. No. Nah, you just, just hit the – dodge broken, the trees. Not broken, just permanently swollen. Yes. All no, right, man. Hey, thanks and congratulations. Thanks, guys. Turn so, uh, it up. Come
0: here, Hey, guys. Drew Kirby here with American Enduro. I'm with, uh, unfortunately, second-place rider on the weekend, Tristan Hart. Tristan, let me – what do you think? Hit me with it. Just
3: tell me the truth. Tell me I suck. I want to hear it. I don't
0: think you suck. You just got second all day.
3: Yeah, Cody, he is so good in the rocks. It's it's ridiculous. So I'm in the same predicament I was last year. I went 2, two, two here again and not too happy about it, but – I'm going to change some stuff and uh, hopefully come out swinging in the next round and get him back. Well, so are we going to Iowa next or we got some co- – we're going to Iowa next? Yeah. All
0: right. So he's way faster than I thought. I mean, you're fast. He's fast. I mean, you guys are
3: flying. And there's
0: some really hard stuff. What, what do you think? The rocks again?
3: Yeah. He's actually – he's fast in the technical stuff, but he doesn't look like he's going fast. He's just – slowly getting through it fastly <laughs> he's smooth maybe that's smooth yeah. right yeah uh, he doesn't actually go that fast in like the fast stuff He's just
1: takes his time energy, yeah man. and then
3: when he gets to the hard stuff it's like game on and he gets through it smooth well i know we talked after the grinding stone that he
0: you know you said he cleaned a lot of the lines and didn't have to use much energy so i mean
3: today you think same thing yeah that's that's part of it another thing is just Keeping his feet on the pegs and not losing momentum in the flat like the big boulders he's okay. good at those too so i actually just found a new rock section 45 minutes from my house and that was the one thing i've never had is rocks so i spent two weeks there on the charles bike and now i'll spend three weeks there on the big bike all right well because you've definitely like battled the goats those
0: big hills you did well
3: yeah i'm definitely got the hills down pat it's the rocks that i need to clean up well i mean this was definitely more trialsy than than traditional or
0: it was more trialsy let's just say that
3: yeah there was like three hill climbs on the whole track and the rest was just all rocks and that's cody's specialty so the next one should have a lot of hill climbs so i'm looking forward to it all right well hey congratulations on second place and we'll see you in a couple weeks
0: thank you Hey guys drew kirby here with american hard Enduro. we're here with the overall sixth place finisher pat smodgy smodgy smidge, smith smidge, <laughs> I, I didn't want to mess it up so i've been i've been harassing his wife all weekend trying to figure out how to say it exactly and i can't even remember so sixth place on the weekend let me hear the moto scores because it's a three moto score to
4: get your final overall i went six seven five so right. right in that zone the whole time all
0: right so you were you what did you think of the course because to me it was i rode sunday i rode saturday and then a little bit of sunday and it was it seemed more trialsy when we walked it but then when we got out there and rode it there was some fast flowy stuff
4: yeah i was surprised at the amount of fast stuff for sure and (laughs) a little disappointed of course (laughs) when i saw the trials like stuff i'm like oh this is gonna be sweet i'm gonna you know this this is a good chance for me to do well and and the uh, the amount of fast sections i just really get i get pulled in and and i realized as i'm riding that i've actually never ridden this type of terrain on a big bike the loose loamy dusty blown out berms and then real hard pack like blue <laughs> yeah. groove and then the transition and there's just a lot to learn that and some, some of those climbs that are just loose rocks and dust and powder and you're following somebody you can't see can't see anything yeah, it was a lot of that that really was a struggle for me and I, I eventually figured out the pace i needed to go to to be able to ride the hard stuff somewhat almost how i want to still not not in shape enough to do what I really want to do, but it's uh, just kind of found my, my pace that I could maintain by the last race. And I was, I was happy with that where I ended up on the last one, especially oh. with how tired I was throughout the day. <laughs> well,
0: it was, dude, I think everyone was tired. I mean, it was warm. I mean, you know, you guys are what, Wisconsin. And it's been, it was cool yesterday, and it was like 85 this afternoon. It was pretty hot. Um, so you rode the SEER race last weekend, and you showed you're a little fast. Like it came out that you can move along. What'd you think of that race? Just
4: flashing back. Well, the the thing I liked about the fast sections there was the dirt had grip. The oh. dirt was really nice and I could trust it a little better. Yep. So I, I did feel, I felt better in that single track than I did this one. But overall that event, um, to me, obviously, I, I love the technical <laughs> oh, sections, yep. the, heart, the the walls and the big rocks and stuff. And there wasn't a lot of that. So, But it was really good, good practice for me to do one that was, it was still very physical and I really struggled More so last weekend than this weekend with arm pumps so i was glad to try to learn something from that and and apply it to this for the most part well so the
0: there was definitely some i got in a lot of bottlenecks and some trialsy sections one was mount rushmore Uh, we came back to big bertha did you make any big passes there did you by the time
4: you got there was everyone cleaned out so the i think the second race on mount rushmore there was a big bottleneck on the on the up, and yep. I hit a line that I didn't even look at walking. Like I didn't even wouldn't even consider it, and I didn't have the run for it. But it was open, and was <laughs> it was the only people. option. Yeah, there's a bunch of people stuck, and I went for it. It was, it was a pretty big splatter rock, and the kicker was pretty harsh. And okay. Colton was kind of stuck sideways, and I I like got up there to skid plate, and my front tire probably like probably hit his or something. I'm like, oh sorry, that does it. and I was just like hanging on the edge of this. <laughs> pretty big ledge and just pulled the bike over and i did get it by one or two guys there funneled in right behind colton there but then he he pulled away after that of course
0: well and i was wondering i'm sure there's hopefully be some video of that so because obviously that was in the front i started the fourth row you ended up first row on the
4: races today correct yep until that last one which i was really pretty sketched out about 30 guys on the same row at the same time into a rock garden was and I couldn't believe how well I came out of that, actually, on the third one. I was pretty happy with it, but it got sketchy. As soon as we got into the woods and the dust, it was Couldn't couldn't see anything. So
0: so for those of you that didn't see it, it was a dead engine start. There was 30 guys in the final, and they were, from left to right, 30 dudes, into a right-hand corner and then into the rocks. Where were you off the start? Do you remember or have any
4: idea? I don't know exactly. I felt like... Top 10 for sure. And I was actually not not right behind Cody, but I could see Cody going into the woods. Okay. And so for him to make all the moves he did as quickly as he did, I'm I'm pretty blown away he, by that. <laughs> He had a horrible start. Yeah. I was thinking I was doing live then and he was mid pack plus a few. Okay, so, so I, was a, I was a couple behind him and actually going into the first corner, he he kind of got bumped and like almost tugged the front. And okay. I saw that. I'm like, I'm not going to risk running into <laughs> yeah. him. I turn left and it's a right-hand corner. <laughs> oh, so that wasn't optimal. <laughs> right, but uh, to salvage a, a fifth out of that one. and and uh, yeah, I just kind of find my pace, I guess, in my, my place. And I did, halfway through, I, I saw Jordan, who was running fifth, and I yep. hadn't been able to get him in the, the races, the two earlier races, and, and I was pretty happy to kind of push a little harder towards the end and be able to, to get past him and then and then uh, have enough gap to hold on to the end.
0: Well, so what's next? Are you coming? I think we'd heard you're coming to the Iowa race, and then it's back to trials
4: after that. Yep, exactly. So going to get another one in of, of these uh, AMA ones, and I did race the... There was an I win just a one-off hard enduro last year, yep. so I have a good idea of, of what's there. Hopefully that will help. Maybe it won't, but at least uh, in my mind it's like, well, at least I know, know know what the rocks are like, and it's close to home. So looking forward to that one. And then, yeah, I have, I have been riding trials and enduro, still more trials, because that's my main focus. But um, after that, we'll I'll be switching gears completely. But it's fun to get these races under my under my belt and just uh, get that c- competition. Uh, just that uh, that feeling I was, I was missing that feeling and i think the that, key that.
0: word is intensity because intensity, yeah. it is way more intense than trials
4: i would assume oh yeah for sure and it's 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 i've always struggled with the first part of that part of the race and absolutely just mentally and, and holding on too tight luckily i got got better at that but it was just i was not aggressive enough to to start really well i think the second race, I, there were 10 per row. The first race, I was last yep. in that row going into, going <laughs> Sorry, into the woods. Sorry, I'm not laughing, but I'm laughing. <laughs> but then the, the the worst part was the second race, I was, I think, seventh, eighth. Yep. And as soon as we got into the woods, the first rock section, I, I took a different line than I had before, and yep. I hit my goggles, and it, oh. it like spun them sideways on my helmet, and then I, cu- I, was, I couldn't see anything. Yep. So I just ripped them down to my neck, and, and then I was getting just dusted out with no goggles for the entire time. so. Yeah, I had some some struggles, but but learned a lot and, and had some fun. So it's a good day.
0: Well, congratulations on six overall. We'll see you at the Iowa Hard Enduro.
4: Sounds good. Thank you.
0: Thanks. Sir. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Will with American Hard Enduro. I'm here with Drew Kirby. What's going on, Drew? We're driving. Where are we? Iowa. We're looking at the Mississippi River, and it's the Iowa-Illinois line in the middle of the Mississippi River. It's actually beautiful. We're in corn country. We're just leaving the Iowa and hard in their own. How windy has it been this whole weekend? Windier than I think I've ever experienced. Yesterday, no one put easy ups out. It was just, I mean, the, the Mississippi is white capping. It looks like right now. rougher than uh, the, what bay is that? Gulf uh, of Mexico. Gulf of Mexico, thank you. So, yeah, yeah we're, we've started the 10 and a half hour drive home. Yeah, we are within 10 hours of home now. Yeah, four four 4.48 a.m. arrival. Hopefully that's time adjusted for Eastern. I don't think it is. Uh, okay, anyway, let's not talk about that one. <laughs> What are we going to talk about, Will? Why don't we talk about what we did this weekend, Drew? Well, we drove to Iowa on Friday. We walked some course on Friday afternoon when we got here and then we spent all day Saturday there was no racing on Saturday but we paid $10 to ride um, <laughs> there wasn't a lot of riding either well and to their credit they used every available Inch. piece of land for trail like um, and so we, we found a few places to play got a feel of the terrain it was super dry they said it hadn't rained in like what a couple months no, I think it rained, like, last week, but it. Oh, it's really? so windy, oh, it just my drives it all out. Yeah, it was, it was super hard packed. Traction was better than I thought it'd be, and there was a little moisture in the woods. Um, but it was just a weird, like, super loamy, and then as soon as you dug through and hit a rock, it was like loop-out city. Well, in talking to Colton Haker, he made a good point. He said that it felt like two different race courses because he said that the one side, like, it, for anybody who was there, or not there, the right side right after the start you kind of ran a ridge line and then you kind of ran through a cornfield and then you ran another ridge line back that was kind of at a different angle so he thought that one of those was kind of north facing and might have gotten more shade
2: mm. and
0: he was like it was definitely a different moisture content in the soil well so basically i've never seen rock formations according to someone i talked to from iowa these are like the only rocks in iowa and it looks like except for northwestern iowa near wisconsin okay but it looked like hobbit land i was waiting for a small little hobbit to run out and knock me off my bike which is probably what happened a couple times yeah that must have been what happened yeah I was it short legs and a hobbit got me <laughs> um so we spent saturday goofing off riding around walking some trail and the general consensus among the guys top pros was it wasn't gonna be that hard well and in- it, it would have been really hard had it been wet and rainy, but it yeah. was, the traction was unbelievable. It was it like was, Velcro. It was, and we were fortunate. If it had been wet, I, I don't know if anyone would have made a lap at Moto2. Yeah. Maybe Moto1. We, we know a few guys that would have. Well, I, this guy would not. Yeah, nor, nor would I have. Yeah, so, but, I mean, a lot of short, quick uphills, zigzaggy, super steep and technical and favored a lot of trial skills is kind of what I'm, I'm going to attribute my success to, maybe because you're a trials rider? I've spent some time on one, but I'm not going to sell... I haven't worn the tight pants yet. So, um, what, that was Friday? That was, that fri- was Saturday. Yeah, that was Saturday. Saturday. It, yeah. it really, Drew and I went out riding, and we to be honest with you, we, we didn't find that much good stuff. Yeah. I mean, we couldn't... I guess we're not creative enough. Or well, they used... I mean, they'd used up all the stuff, and it was, there was a lot of, like, vegetation, low vegetation, so you almost had to just, like, kind of boondog through it and make stuff. But then... Um, Yes, but then. The big boys started making their sections, and so there was this awesome switchback. No, no, no. What did you have to do to get up the switchback? Pivot turn. Pivot turn, pivot turn. You had to do pivot turn, pivot turn. Yeah, so it was a double pivot turn, like super steep, and and we watched Taylor and Colton and Cody Will and Will, Will Riordan, yeah. and Ryder, and they were just making it look really, really easy. And, yeah, so of and, course, we didn't want to get in the way, because you know how it is, when they're sessioning something, we'll just be in the way, so we waited until they got done, and we went back over there. <laughs> Where they were just blowing up, making it look easy, oh, was not easy. No, it wasn't. So, I mean, it just shows you how the level, the skill level, and... So later in the day, I see, I think Ryder comes back, and he's like, hey, there's, they're putting in some new stuff over there, because, again, the consensus was it's not going to be hard enough, so Josh Shecker and the and the Iowan guys were like, all right, let's step it up, and dude, they made some stuff for the Moto2 Sunday, the all-blue course that was pretty next level. And, and for those that don't know Josh Shecker, he was Colton Haker's mechanic for mm-hmm. like the last 10 years? Forever. Forever. No, probably not that long, maybe five years. Yep. So they've traveled the world. He's he's been to pretty much every hard enduro you can imagine, and now he is the direct the course director, course director, of, course director for AMA. street. Of. Yep. So um, yeah. So, but so he he went out there and he dude he busted it all day. We were we were trying to wait for him to eat dinner, and he was like, "You guys eat, make some chicken because we we were." hanging out with him and and he was like i'll be back at dark and dude he rolled in about dark right at dark Um, and they they made some they added great additions to the course for that second race on some stuff that visually looked scary and impossible that it it was yeah (laughs) for me for my level for for the top guys obviously they're they're on a different plane than anybody else yeah so i guess let's go format Format started out with a hot lap. On, well, hold on. we got to back up. I get it. Okay. Myself. Sorry. Saturday, they had, you could pay $10 a ride. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Enduro <laughs> yeah. Cross. So, then they had a little, uh, of course, the the finish line was going to be, according to the promoter, Dan. He was like, man, it's going to be boring. So, we know you guys don't like man-made stuff. But we needed something for to entertain people. So, they built an Enduro Cross track, some rocks. Or- and, and someone, I don't know who it was, they said, this is not Enduro Cross. This is an obstacle course. Yeah. So, it was basically, it, it was creative. Logs, logs. Tires. So a few rock, rock pile. A big ramp. Tires. A big ramp to get over the log. Um, so they had a little... Ooh, we're passing a brewery. Oh, That's man. so tempting. We cannot stop there. We will not <laughs> make it home by the scheduled time. <laughs> anyway, right. um, so if you paid the $10 to ride, you were entered. And uh, there wasn't like a loudspeaker. So at 3 o'clock, here and, comes and They gave dude. They gave away 200 bucks to the winner. No, to the pro winner. To the pro and winner. And a set of gear to, I think, the Every A winner and the pro women. I don't think any women did it. Um, I I thought Shelby did it. No, Shelby didn't do it. Okay. Um, so anyway, uh, Cooper Abbott out of nowhere because JoJo Tool, and I were talking, and he's like, "Dude, two hundred dollars buys a lot of gas." He's like, "There's only three other people signed up." So yeah, he signed pretty up. good chance. Yeah, but I didn't need did, Drew Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> so then, little known to him, I think Cooper Abbott was like two hundred dollars buys a lot of gas. Right. <laughs> so, so from Arizona, you need it. Yeah. So Cooper put on a demonstration like the amateur guys do. they it was funny it was it was struggle uh, and, and, and so Cooper ended they up they had a lot of heart they had a lot of heart so Cooper won so that was Saturday afternoon some entertainment from 3 to 4 then um, more riding then more. more riding and more walking some of this gnarly stuff and so orange arrows were the hot lap yep blue arrows with pink on them was Moto 1 and yep. the orange and then Moto 2 on Sunday was all blue arrows um, so we walked some of the orange, which was the hot lap, and then we'd find a blue or a pink and we'd walk it. Well, unbeknownst to us, I don't know if you feel this way, is how I feel, I was thinking that orange hot lap was going to be nothing. Yeah, I, I kind of was thinking we didn't need to really walk it, but golly, I wish we'd have walked that back street. So creek. the way it works, Creaky there's like patches area. of rocks and, and trees and then cornfields everywhere. So you would come out of like a section of up and down, up and down, cut around the cornfield, drop back into another section. And like, there's like what, four sections, four or five sections. Um, yeah, I'm good. Um, four or five sections. So we did the first one, cut across the cornfield, and then we dropped into one of the hardest sections. It was like the second big section. We didn't walk any of that second major section. No. And so I come down the hill and see a danger sign just and a couple X's. Someone did. You go left or straight. And there was like a creek. And I pulled up to it thinking I could roll off of it. So what road did you start on? Uh, oh, we, we started on the same row together. Five. No. Seven. Six? Six. Seven. Yeah. So thank you to Dan. They had... Last year, the pros were kind of mixed in with everyone. And yeah. we were going to be on row 17. And holy cow, if we were on row 17, it would have added It'd've 10 been to a 15 minutes to our time. I mean, there was even pros. And I was one of them who was stuck in bottlenecking. So... Um, so back to walking, or not walking. So we're in the hot lap, coming down this hill. There's this creek. And apparently, I found out afterwards, Cody and the top guys. Oh, I've, sh- got, I've got video of them all jumping in. Okay, because I was, Cody lapped me there in the main event, and I really just wanted to see him do it so I could be like, holy cow. So, long story short, I did a U-turn, went around, and then after that, you had to cross a log, go up the weirdest, like, angled rock. Yeah. Like, it's a big flat rock on a 45-degree angle, Yep. then a hole, and another 45-degree rock. It, and you, you had angle. to cross a log before all that. And Before all that. And so I made it up the first one, and then realized how big the hole was. And fell in the hole, fell over, got up. So that was obstacle number one that I didn't know. What about you? What would you do when you got there? Um, I went all the way around to the right. Okay. And then kind of tried to side hill up that rock and just had no confidence and... And like the the tire didn't fail, I failed and just <laughs> so I sank back down into the position you were probably in and had to bulldog it up a little yeah. bit. I kind of sent it over the log and over the first rock, and then I found that hole and fell over in the hole. And then my foot peg got caught on a root. And there's nothing worse than trying to pick your oh, bike up. Yeah. So I got it up. Luckily, I hit the second one at like a 45 degree angle and made it. Um, well, and then not long after that. Oh, so two up and downs later, I yeah. counted them today. Not not very far. Maybe, mm. maybe uh, I don't know, a couple minutes. Coming down a hill, and there oh. were a couple X's, and I see a course worker, I don't know, 50 feet over to the right. He's just kind of got his hands behind his back. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I see a big drop. And I'm like, all right, get ready to pin it or, you know, give it a little throttle to go off this drop. And it was like, a big drop. <laughs> the landing was steep. Steep downhill. And the drop was, it felt like six feet or more and so I I pussed out big time (laughs) so what did you do upon I grabbed a tree to the right because I knew I couldn't get stopped like it was slick and let the bike go over the freaking you know the drop and of course the bike went cartwheeling down the hill afterwards and so, when I got to it, I was, my front end was twisted, my brush guards were twisted, so I'm beating and banging trying to do fix that. But. So, I got there. Luckily, there was a guy in a position sideways that you sent off of, and Zach Attack, Zach Cleland, was over to the right. And I was like, I'm not going Zach's way. And then that guy that was on the ledge just drops his bike off, and the bike disappears. I'm like, definitely not going that way so right. I, I bulldogged it over towards the Rizak right, attack the right was the ticket yeah and, and after that race um it, it was a burned in hotline i wrote it down every time yeah the second race i went to the right and it was no problem it yep. was no yep. slower it nope. was j- just safe oh yeah and left so, was not safe yeah so after that the hotline hot lap was pretty uneventful for me i think there was i, nothing I made in. i made some the elevated log in the holiday log, Holy yeah. Cow. I had a little trouble there. Yeah. It was three quarters the way around, I would say, roughly. This, this log was probably two foot in diameter, and it was two feet off the ground. So the top of the log was close to 36 to 48 inches. And it was waist high for me. And I that's not saying much. Well, yeah. Okay, so maybe it was only two feet tall. <laughs> Easy. All right. So I skid plated it and hoped for the best and did not go over the bars. I skid plated it and did not get over it and just had to muscle it over. It just, okay. Just like an idiot. The, the, the second race, it did much better. We'll get to that. Okay. So, then after that, some more zigzags, and then down a hill, and around the world's fastest. Yeah, it was a, a it desert was race in the through cornfield. A cornfield. Yeah. yeah, you basically went a quarter mile turn right, went an eighth of a mile turn left, went a half a mile, into sand. Yeah, and the, the sand, and it, it was sugar sand, like yeah. super sketch. And then back around to the Enduro Cross Track, which this year was at the end of the lap, not the beginning of the lap. Yeah, uh, and they we ran it in the opposite direction that they'd run it in the, the previous day. So yeah. I thought it was much easier than it looked when they were racing it. Yes, yeah, it was, and, and I think we watched a bunch of the amateurs. And I rode through it my last lap, the well, last time I went through it that Will filmed it. it was my worst time, of course. <laughs> I might have been tired. Yeah, uh, like, but let's let's go back to the start of the hot lap. So it was. We started rows of five, one minute apart, national enduro or enduro style. You turn left, turn right, cross the creek, and you were supposed to turn right and go over, what, a 36-inch yeah. diameter log that was as wide as a four-wheeler trail or maybe a razor trail. And so nothing was ribboned or it was arrowed, but it wasn't ribbon. And so I'm like, I'm going around this thing. I don't want any part of it. Yeah. So I got, I was second. The guy in first went straight across the creek and never turned right, which yep. was kind of my plan. But then he did that, so I'm like, well, I'm I'm second. I'm going to go over the log. As I'm going over the log, my alternate plan was to just go around the log. I went over the log. Two other people went around the log and passed me. (laughs) So my sneaky line backfired. I followed the guy that went to the right. No, to the left. Okay. So I got to – I mean, I'm having problems with my confidence going into a corner with – off a of starting line, I just can't. I'm not aggressive enough right now. I don't know if I'm just getting older or what, but well, I, I need will, to do something about it. I will say I didn't look at my actual speed, but I don't think I got above 52 miles an hour. And Jackson Davis said he did 72, so he's 18. I'm 40. That's fast, dude. I mean, like I, I think Taylor Roberts said there's no way he did 72. Yeah, he said he was doing 71 at the works race. I don't know. We'll see if he can prove it. I was scared to look at the odometer. Because yeah. it was like you know they, it had been a wet field and there were four wheeler ruts and wet? it was would have been, it was it had been wet and so yeah. it was yes had ruts yes. It, There it, were ruts and that the, sugar sandals, and they were hard just, as a rock yeah so um, hot lap I think I ended up I don't know twenty second twenty third I think I was twenty eighth yeah so that put me on they reshuffled everything for the Moto One race so that put me on row five. Which you, you were right behind I me. Right? That's row six. That's yep. row behind you. Yep. Oh, God. I don't even want to talk about this race. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't remember what happened. I think I got the whole shot. I got the whole shot, and then I was doing well, and we came, like, off the start, went up, horseshoe came down, In the previous race, orange, we went left. We needed to go right, and I was in my head going left, and I tucked the front end and went down. Yes. Going right. So, so I got behind, like, three people there. Like, I, I passed... I started once again my traditional last place start off. You know, I got the whole shot. Well, I was in fifth. Okay, and I I think I made a couple moves, and then everybody was lost for a second. I don't know. I I think it was marked well, but we were used to the previous race, so everybody everybody blew by the trail. We all turned back around, and I was in such a hurry because I went from being last (laughs) in my on my row to first in my row, and then I missed the trail again. (laughs) <laughs> so it, Sorry, that's funny. Yeah, went last to first to last immediately. Yeah. We dropped off down this hill, and then where there was this off camber line to the left, off over this big, big old rock, you had to skin plate and get real sketchy, or you could drop down oh, around yeah, this tree. Yeah, yeah. And th- th- when I got there on the hot lap and race one, there was the dude, the worker was pointing me over the rock, and the first time I said no way, and I went low. The second time, I was like, there was somebody low, so I went high well, and the survived. the first time I went low, and it was no problem. Yep. The second time, there was somebody... There was 200 people ran it through, made some holes. Yeah, 200 people later, but anyways, uh, somebody was hung up, high-centered on the high line, so I was like, all right, got to go low. Went low, got a good drive out of there, then kind of got hung up, hung up then just caught a ton of traction with throttle and my bike looped out landed handlebar seat like totally upside down like you'd work on a bicycle yeah so of course i'm not strong enough to just pick it up and over so i had to flip it over and then when i flipped it over it flipped up over a rock on the side of the trail could not get turned around to save my life um, apparently, uh, Shelby Turner yep. saw it all happen. Yep. She was telling me later. She was like, oh, you were the guy that <laughs> looked, looked it out. out. Yeah, you were talking about it. But anyways, I, I know the next two rows got by me before I could get going, and I was already sitting in 30th, so you need to be top 30 in advance. So I kind of overcooked it trying to make up time. Well, and so let's talk about, so, and back to the hot hotline. Let's say who won the hot hotline first. Ryder LeBlanc yep. smoked the hot lap. Yeah, he, started, he, he started on row one. He did, and I think he won by over 30 seconds. Yeah, so he, he had a good hot lap. Um, Tristan threw a chain. He was sixth ninth. seventh? Ninth. Okay. He said that's, ninth. Okay. I, I knew he was second row. Um, Co- Cody was, like, fourth. Yeah, uh, maybe. I know Taylor was second, maybe. Colton was Colton third. was third. Yeah, so that's a hot lap result. So, now... And then Nick Farringer and Quinn Winslow and, you yeah. know, Will Ritchell guys. All the usual yeah. guys. And Pat, Pat Smodja actually got was fifth in the hot lap. He got on the Cooper first Abbott row. It was right there. Yeah, he was second row. Okay. Um, so, and we'll go over all the results for the final race or overall, overall in a minute. Or yeah, we'll get done so rambling. Because the we hot got, lap did we not, got a while. The hot lap didn't didn't count in the moto scoring yep all i did was reset the field and then the second lap the second race was going to be what two hours yeah so that's what i was going to say so they re they reset the field and let the pros in front of abc and women well i went to dan and i said thank you i was like there have been a lot of bottlenecks if you didn't do that he said well you're welcome and we've decided to make a change for moto one it was supposed to be two hours, yeah. as many laps as you could do in two hours. I think, or maybe it's two laps. Well, he said we're worried about bottlenecks, so basically you're gonna run one lap, and it was another hot lap with added in the oven yeah, pink section. The, my my watch said the first race was, I believe, five point six nine miles. Okay. The second that was the race, hot, the hot lap, the hot lap. The second race ended being six point five miles or something like that. Yeah, I was. I think my bike had about six something on it. Uh, And it was, for me, it worked better because I'm more of a sprinter and I I work out for like 30 minutes to an hour, so that was perfect for me. And for me, (laughs) it takes me five miles to get comfortable on on a course. And I I really do much better in three-hour races than I do in 30-minute races, so so it it it, hurt me. and, And we talked to some guys who were bummed because they're like, I mean, only 30 made it to Moto2. So there was, okay, 30 minus 200, 200 minus 30, 170 people. Who drove anywhere from two hours to twenty five hours? The the joke was this place is twelve hours from everywhere. Yeah, but they drove that whoever who knows how far to ride. Uh, what eleven miles, miles? Eleven miles, and you know anywhere from an hour to three hours. And I was pretty bummed after the second race. I, I think I ended up thirty fifth. Yeah, um, I ended up twentieth after the first race. Um, but I made the most of it. I really, uh, I had a good time chasing the leaders around and got some really good footage for everybody. It's now that we have cell phone service, I can upload. We'll some start of making it. some posts. But um, so I actually enjoyed that moto moto one much better than the hot lap because the sketchy situations and areas. Too. Even though I had uh, yeah, I had a terrible yeah. moment, I yeah. enjoyed it more. Yeah, and in, in a lot of the blue pink lines weren't just like, holy cow, how can I do this? Um, they were they, challenging, but the traction was amazing. And backing up to the riders meeting, Dan, the, the head guy, uh, Dan Meyer said, there's going to be a lot of guys who don't make a lap in the hot, hot lap. They don't make a complete lap in the two hours. Yeah, and true. I was like, no way. Like, what we walked, no way. And then I was riding it going, holy yeah, cow. It legit. was not a Midwestern hair scramble style course. No, it's, and for, for the C and even some of the B guys, I'm sure that was a a pretty tough hot lap. Yeah, I mean, if I pull up, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm that great, but when we pull up to some of that stuff and think, how are we going to get down this? Like, yeah, you know, So, uh, but even if they didn't make a complete lap in the hot lap, that they basically got moved on. But everyone went to Moto one. So, what happened on row one of Moto oh. Moto two? So let's see. Rider LeBlanc. Oh, so I was on <laughs> row four, and uh, Ryder got a great start. You were on five. I was on six. Not for the Moto 2 race. Oh, I'm talking about Moto 1. Oh, was it Moto 1 when that happened? Yes. Oh, yes, it was. Yeah. So, anyway, I was back there. Ryder gets the whole shot. He's gone. They, they again, cross the water, turn right, go over the log. Well, all of a sudden, Colton, I see Colton and the other three guys going up the hill. And no rider. I'm like, dude, he has a big lead. I didn't even see him. Well, all of a sudden, I see people running towards the log. Yeah, I saw Shelly DeLula. Like, of I, DRT racing, Husqvarna. Yeah, I, I, so I, I saw that Ryder got the whole shot. You know, down in the hill, and then uh, of course I'm adjusting my Camelback or something. You know, and I look back up, and I just see Shelly in a dead sprint. I'm like, uh, "Oh, that's well, not good." And so I see Ryder pop up. He immediately starts kicking his front tire. Uh, so you know, we don't think anything about it. And then we hear he ended up sixth in Moto One, and we've got video. I'm sure it'll come out somewhere. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll throw w. it on the story right, yeah. right he, now after this. Ryder was doing this sweet little splatter, hit a rock, wheel tap the log, and just roll. Yeah. He was in second gear and somehow hit neutral and ended up going over the bars. He he hit and just his helmet and chest was on the front fender for a good <laughs> yeah, ten yeah. yards, just like before he yard sailed. Yeah. So and then obviously everyone in his row got around him. He got going. I, I think he caught back up, but it, it that throws you off. Yeah. So to get body slammed he got, right got the start. Uh, Tristan was actually on row two for that race. He ended up winning cody got fourth and will and i were talking about it we meant to ask cody we what don't happened. know how yeah and, and i didn't oh, get an intercom. was that the throttle sticking
1: or was no, that that uh, was the final uh, or the, the, was the so. moto
0: too okay um again so moto scoring that really hurt Ryder, getting six in the first race right but yes yeah. he eliminated him almost from podium so position. i think did taylor get second yeah so tristan won taylor got second Colton got third. Yeah, Colton, you interviewed. We got an interview with Col- with Colton Taylor and Tristan. Well, and, uh, and we'll do. Uh, Colton went three three three. Why don't we just play the the Taylor Robert interview right now? Uh, since we, I interviewed him after the second moto, so okay. here's Taylor Robert.